everyone, I'm Ari Meglin here with Rachel Poley and we are your hosts for the Merry Writer Podcast. We are on episode 7 and this week's question is, do you prefer paperback, hardback, ebook or audiobooks? Before we start, let's do a catch up. Rachel, how have you been? Things are pretty good on in my neck of the woods. I've started working out again now that I'm stuck at home and I'm not chasing the kids around babysitting. Um, so I'm a little sore, but that's all right. It feels good. <laughs> But other than that, nothing new has been happening here. I've just been working on my writing and just plugging along, taking it day by day. How about you? It's funny. I was actually trying to do more exercise recently, and then the weather has just turned and I've been a bit rainy and cold, and it's really hard to feel motivated to go out for like longer walks. So I've been spending more time in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Probably spent a lot more time reading and working through the two manuscripts, Although I'm supposed to only be working on one, I can't seem to help myself and I'm bouncing between the two of them. (laughs) I'd like to say I'm getting somewhere, but I don't feel like I am. Well, you know what? You're working on something though. You are making progress, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's, it's strange. Even though we are normally working from home and there hasn't been that much change in our routine, the very fact that there is this lockdown does seem to have made some changes and I, I do feel like I am doing more more things and trying more things than I would on a normal day. I agree because I've been doing the same thing. Now that the kids are out of school, I don't have to babysit in the afternoons. So that added four hours to my day. So I have been reading more, which is great because I've been in such a reading slump for a long time. So I've been reading more books and I've been working more on my writing and I have been able to go out and take walks. And, you know, I I feel like I have a full day again. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's little things like you you don't end up doing certain chores or certain errands. Like I would go to the the shops like once a week, post office, I'd be going to the recycling centre and things like that. And because we can't do that anymore, you do find you have these larger chunks of work time that I'm really enjoying. I am too. I agree with you because because it's added so much more time to my day. I've actually been stopping my work at an earlier time at the night. So I actually have more time to relax before dinner and bed and, you know, that whole routine. So it's good. It it feels good. Oh, that's good. I like that. Okay, let's get to the question, which is, do you prefer paperback, hardback, ebook, or audiobooks? So we now have plenty of options as authors for how we have our books produced. Whenever we've asked this question online, we always get lots of different answers from people. You would think that there would be one main option that people would always gravitate to, but I don't know. When we've done the question before on social media, I've always remembered we got quite a variety from different people and different reasons. So Rachel, do you have a specific preference? I do and I don't. I like ebooks and paperbacks equally. While I prefer to have a physical book in my hands, I like the feel of it and I like the smell of it, especially if it's brand new. Uh, but ebooks allow me to take a bunch of reading material with me when I go out or on vacation. So it's nice to just have the one thing with many books in it, but I do prefer to have the physical book in my hand. So I like both, but I guess if I had to choose just one, I would choose paperback. I totally agree. I understand how useful an ebook is, and I do have um, a tablet that I get ebooks on but it's just not the same as that new book smell. (laughs) (laughs) But I I am going to be a bit controversial and state that I hate hardbacks. Like, really hate them. They may look pretty, 
but I find them really uncomfortable to hold when reading and you can't exactly hold a hardback in one hand and a cup of tea in the other like you can with most paperbacks and I do say most because apparently there are so many more paperbacks that are huge tomes now that are heavy enough to be used as a weapon I don't know when we got into that that situation where paperbacks had to be really really cumbersome (laughs) but with hardbacks I know so many writers like them but I just hate them I really do I just hate them Okay, when it comes to choosing between hardcover and paperback, it definitely depends on the length of the book for me, but I do agree with you because hardbacks are, they are heavy. They're heavy and they're thick and the jacket sleeve drives me crazy. I don't know if I'm the only one, but whenever I do read a hardcover book, I end up taking the sleeve off and I don't throw it away or anything. I keep it, but when I'm actually reading the book, I have to take it off and I'll put it back on when I'm done. But I do agree that they do look pretty, but I feel like hardcover makes it harder to hold, as you said, though I do prefer to hold paperbacks because they are lighter. Although there are some paperbacks that they are so super thick. And with those books, I wouldn't mind having them in hardcover because then I feel like I have an easier grip with them. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes, it does totally. (laughs) What you mentioned about the jacket cover. Yes, you are not alone. I do remove mine too. I think what gets me is the jacket cover was meant to, the original concept of jacket covers was to protect books. But what I find is the jacket ends up getting tatty. It's easier to rip. It's not like the old cloth ones from decades ago. There are all these shiny paper ones and you put them in, you put the book in your bag and it's so easy to rip these covers. I don't know why, but so much more easier to rip than the, the covers of a paperback. So you end up with these really beautiful covers that are like tatty around the edges, or at least I have in, in the past. Maybe I'm just being really, really awful at looking after my hardbacks. So I just, I just don't see the point. And then if you take them off, sometimes the book has got the front cover printed on. So even if you take the jacket off, you're fine. You can just use the hardback as normal. And other times there isn't. So it does have that kind of nice look on your bookshelf, even without the, the jackets on. But no, no, they're just stupid. Yeah, it, it's funny because the jackets sometimes the jacket has the same cover as the actual book as you said or the actual book is just a solid cover but sometimes the cover on the jacket is different from the actual book cover um i've read a couple of fairy tale retellings and i apologize i can't remember the author's name or the actual series uh i didn't like them all that much But but I did enjoy the covers because they were about the Disney villains and the sleeve had the, the witch from Snow White on it, but it had the queen. And then when you took the jacket off, it was the actual witch. So I thought that was a pretty cool touch. Yeah, I like that. That's really clever design work. Got to give them credit for that. <laughs> but on the flip side, I do have John Green's Turtles All the Way Down, I believe the title is. And I ended up pre-ordering that book. So at the time it was only out in hardcover. And I got that book and the jacket sleeve is too big for the book, which I've had that problem before. I don't know if you've had that problem before, but the, the jacket, like the spine, it doesn't, there's like a gap between the spine of the jacket and the actual spine of the book. And it's just really hard when you try to open it, then the jacket, it just puffs out. And so that one, I definitely have to take off. I only put it on when the book's on the shelf. No, I've never come across that, but that's another reason to hate hardbacks and those <laughs> stupid jackets. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't even fit the book right. <laughs> it's like, it, it loses its, oh, look how pretty it is. If they can't even get the, the jacket right. That's just, that's just rubbish. 
Yeah. Um, okay, let's go on to audiobooks. I have not been able to get into audiobooks. I've only listened to a few fiction books in audio. The last one was Bridget Jones's Diary, and I kind of struggled with it because the narrator kept changing voices and it just sounded too cartoony and I couldn't get the same connection I can when I read a book. The only difference is I do actually enjoy non-fiction audiobooks and even though I do kind of drift in and out I find they're easier to take in than fiction books. Okay that makes sense. Honestly for me I've never listened to an audiobook before because I'm afraid that I will tune it out and at that point it's you know I feel like it would be a waste almost. Um, maybe I will try listening to nonfiction books. Maybe that'll ease me into it and it'll be easier to listen than fiction books. But I always need to be doing something. If I'm reading, I obviously have the book in my hand and I'm focused on something. But if I'm listening to an audiobook, I know I'm going to tune it out because I'm going to get kind of bored in a way. I'm going to need to do something with my hands. And then I end up, you know, turning my focus onto whatever it is I'm doing and totally forget about the audiobook. I've thought about listening to audiobooks in the car, but I have my commute is five minutes, and now we're all stuck in the house. So it really, you know, it would take me years to get through a book if I listened to it in the car. But yeah, so listening to audiobooks, I feel like it would be the same as me listening to music, because when I do listen to music and I do stuff, you know, you end up tuning music out, and then you tune back in when a really good song comes on. But for the most part, you kind of forget you're listening to music. I've been afraid to try audiobooks because if I'm going to read, I'd rather just have it in front of me so that I know the book has my undivided attention. Yeah, that's a good point you said about like drifting in and out because you could end up drifting back in and missing a really crucial part and then be going like, wow, what, how did that happen? Because you missed something that really needed to be known. Right. <laughs> just going to, I'm just going to flick back now to ebooks. I don't mind ebooks. I just don't like the idea of staring at screens all the time. I spend most of my time staring at a screen. I do it for my business. I do it for my writing. Even this podcast, we are looking at screens for things. So the idea of then finishing and, and finishing for the day, sitting and reading and staring at another screen, I don't like that. I can and I do use ebooks, but not as frequently. I, I do think they're good for trying out new authors. If you've never heard of that author before or if it's a, a new book that you want to give attention to, I don't mind buying it as an ebook, trying it out. And if I really love that book, I will then go and buy the paper copy. That's a good way of doing it. I do think ebooks are best if you are trying out a new author. I think I have more ebooks than physical books at this point because I do, I have book review requests on my blog from authors and it's easier for me to receive ebook versions of the books rather than having them ship a paperback copy to me. But I do agree with you with the screen because, you know, you're on the computer all day writing, blogging, and everything in between. So sitting down at the end of the day with an ebook staring at yet another screen can be a pain, especially since my Kindle is the second edition. So it doesn't have a backlight on it. So I actually have the Kindle app on my iPad. And just so that I can actually see the words better. But there are some times when I'm reading, I'm like, even though I haven't changed the brightness at all, every once in a while, the words start to blur together and it just seems really, really bright. And then you're like, okay, I need to put this down and walk away for a little bit. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I like to read at night. That's how I like to sort of bring myself down for the rest of the day, kind of unwind. And I find if I'm looking at an ebook, I don't get that kind of tiredness by the end of the day that 
helps me sleep. It kind of keeps me awake because it's so bright. Whereas a book, you sort of feel your, your eyes going, obviously, unless it's a great book where you're like, I've just one more chapter, one more chapter, one more chapter. Yeah. And then it's four in the morning and you're absolutely exhausted. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I usually read first thing in the morning. I wake up and I get my cup of coffee and I read for a little bit because reading makes me tired. It doesn't matter if it's an ebook or if it's paperback copy, it makes me tired. So if I tried to read at night, I would probably get through a chapter and then I would pass right out. <laughs> and it would take me forever to get through a single book. <laughs> so you make yourself tired in the morning. Makes sense. Well, no, I have so much energy in the morning that it doesn't really affect me. <laughs> That's why I cram everything before the afternoon. Everything gets done. <laughs> then again, you are, you are the weird one that wakes up really, really friggin' early. It's like yeah. cre creepy early is what I call it. Creepy early. <laughs> hey, it works for me. <laughs> We're going to wrap this episode up. Please let us know your preference regarding paperback, hardback, audio, or eBooks, and the reason why. Put it in the comments or on Twitter using the hashtag The Merry Writer Podcast. As always, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We are pleased to announce we have set up a Patreon page. Yay! If you would like early access to the episodes, extra content, bloopers, and all that good stuff, please consider checking out the page at patreon.com forward slash The Merry Writer Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite sites such as Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and more. If you like what you hear, please click the like button. Tune in next week for another episode of The Merry Writer Podcast, where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Shiny Object. We are easily distracted. The music, titled Inspired, is by Kevin MacLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.